0: Welcome to the Course Creators Academy podcast with digital design and course creation expert, Pua Lena. Tune in for strategies on how you can use online courses to grow your business. You'll hear how impact driven entrepreneurs are using online courses to transform lives. Now, let's get started. Here's your host, Pua Lena. Hello and welcome back to the Course Creators Academy podcast. I'm your host Pua and today we are talking all about beta launches. So if you are a course creator, I'm sure you've at least heard of a beta launch. This has many different titles. I've heard it called a you know test, test your online course on a small group of people is like a really long way to define a beta launch. I've heard it called a founder's launch. Uh, And a lot of times I have guided my clients to steer clear of defining and labeling their first round of people going through their course or membership as a beta launch. And I am coming around to the idea of uh, sort of rescinding that guidance. I used to think that people didn't want to be Uh, They didn't they didn't want to be a beta launcher. They felt like they were sort of getting the short end of the stick and you're going through something that is going to be awesome, but it's not awesome yet. And so you get to find all of the holes and all the problems. And that was really a flaw in my mindset and my perspective of how I even looked at beta launches and how I considered how valuable they could be to someone in so many different ways. So this podcast is sort of my, um, my admitting to being wrong <laughs> or at least um, a, an exploration into the power of a beta launch. And I've had some recent clients who have done Really amazing, successful, beautiful, useful beta launches that were both transformative for their clients and for the group of people that went through this first iteration of their course. And it was also hugely beneficial for the course creator themselves. They ended up utilizing feedback and recreating, or or um, you know, updating and improving their course experience so that when they did their full official launch, the course was really, really impactful, really dialed in, really smooth user experience from top to bottom. And it it, it really opened my eyes to how crucial this step is and how you can frame it in a way that makes people feel like it's amazing and really really an honor to be a part of your course at this stage. So that is the reframe that we are going through at the moment, That by we I mean I, and I'm here and excited to share that with you. So really like dialing into the very, very foundation of what a beta launch is and why we want to even do this in the first place, right? And essentially, a beta launch is a way for you as a course creator to test your proof of concept. And I mean, I, sh- I should have known this long before, right? You're not going to put a product out into the world and sell it to Costco and Macy's and wherever you sell your product. And, you know, that like end goal of where you're going to sell it, you're, you're not going to put it there until you've tested it until you've created a prototype until you've had people play with the prototype and test the prototype and give you feedback on the prototype and tweak the design of the prototype right we we wouldn't think of doing that with a physical product so why would we think of doing that with a digital product so this provides proof of concept first of all right and it's that that is like the very first thing that we're testing so when we're starting to release a course and we want to do a beta launch, the one of the most common questions is, should I charge for this or, or should I do it for free? Should I let people just opt into it for free? And you know, I, I feel bad charging people for something that's not complete yet or that it's not the full experience. I get that. I completely understand where you're coming from. And I also think that giving people a beta launch or anything for free sets you up for failure. Unfortunately, it sets you up for failure. It sets them up for failure. There are three reasons why I recommend doing a paid beta launch. And if you are beta launching, you do want to provide a significant discount. Okay, probably 50%, if not more. But the reason why I think people should pay is A, it proves that it's something that people will actually spend money on. This is similar to a Kickstarter campaign, right? You don't get the product yet, but you pay for it in advance because you have faith that it will A, actually be released and B, it is a good enough product that it solves a problem or fills a need that you have that you're willing to invest in and sort of take the leap of faith before it's available on the market. You may wait months, you may wait years in order to receive it. So if somebody is convinced by either you telling them or they go to a landing page or they watch a video, and if they feel like your course will solve a problem that they have or will fill a need that they are having, then it's actually worth them spending their money on. So that's reason number one. Reason number two. They are more likely to participate and take it seriously if they have a little bit of skin in the game. Think about it. I have opted into many things for free. I have colleagues and friends who have said like, hey, you know, I would love to like let you hop into this. I'm, I'm, let me just add you to it. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so cool. It's so generous of you. Thank you so, so much. And I didn't use it. I never went in once Sometimes. Or maybe I went in once and I was like, "Man, this is really cool. And then life happened, right? And so I, I truly believe that even though people are well-intended and they tell you that they are going to help you and they're going to go through it and they're going to give you feedback and all this stuff, if they aren't paying for it, the chances of them doing that decrease significantly. There is always that unicorn who will do it. But I I think even if it's $5, $10, $20, $50, if this is a course, maybe they get it for, you know, $500 or $1,000. It really depends on how much of it you're able to deliver to them and what you're asking of them in return. But a little bit of the skin, a little bit of skin in the game can go a long way. Number three, I recommend you charge because course creation is time consuming. And You are going to hustle a little bit. You are going to wake up a little bit earlier or go to sleep a little bit later or shift your schedule around slightly so that you can create time to actually put the content together, record your videos or audio if that's how you're doing it, create your resources and your handouts. It is going to put a little bit of strain on your current schedule. So it is nice to get a little bit of compensation for that and bring a little extra income in while you're building. Okay. Now, it's when we are charging a little bit for something, but we are providing a significant discount, transparency is going to be really, really key for your beta, your group of beta launchers. Okay. I'm going to call them beta launchers probably through the duration of this podcast. So you just know that that is going to be the audience, the group of people that are going through and testing your course. Okay. So it's, it is crucial that you clearly communicate with them what is expected of them in return. They need to understand the value of what they're getting. And if they go through the, pr- the course, if it's transformative, if it's valuable, if it does provide the results that you say it does, they are going to be completely wowed and super grateful and get those results if they follow the program, right? We know that internally, but it's important from the beginning to communicate to them exactly what they're getting, and what is expected of them in return as members of this founding group. Okay? So setting clear parameters and clear boundaries is like the most impactful, important step of all of this. You really want them to clearly know, you know, they are getting a discount. So you are more than welcome and encouraged to share with them the retail cost and what what do you want from them right how are they going to help you with this how do they get to be a part of the creation and building process so a way that i recommend delivering that to them is you know this is a course that is designed to deliver this result this is the target audience and if this sounds like you i invite you to be a part of it and you're going to get a, a 50% discount and you will you will achieve this transformation and you get to help me make this as impactful as possible for you to do that. I, you know, uh, modules are dropped every week. And at the end of that module, I will ask that you submit a feedback form in, in writing or in video uh, and share, you know, what is working really well for you, what you may have had challenges or struggles with and how any feedback that you have for how I can improve this experience. It is also up to you if you want to sort of um, give them parameters around what happens if they do not deliver this feedback to you. Uh, this, again, is up to you. I don't necessarily think that everybody should be punished if they miss the, the due date for one of their weekly feedback cycles or something like that. Um, but you are welcome to revoke access to this if they aren't providing that feedback. Um, and you can have a no refund clause. You can as again, transparency here is super, super key. If you give them the parameters and you say, you know, this is by checking this box, you agree to these five things. Um, and let's let's do this. You know, people people won't fight you unless they feel like you've sort of pulled the the, the wool over their eyes and and made rules after they opted in or something like that. So just really lay these out ahead of time, communicate to them. I will not beat this dead horse any longer, okay? Um, So something that we also want to put together, and this is for your course in general, but it's going to be really, really beneficial for your beta launchers because your beta launchers are going to give you case studies. They're going to give you before and afters. They're going to give you testimonials. They're going to give you stories that help you to prove ROI return on investment in your program that you can use to share with future students and clients. Okay? So what you really need to decide on is what your measuring stick is. How are you measuring their success? How are you measuring their transformation? How are you measuring their results? This can be as simple as a like you know, a, a form that you send out before they start your program. Uh, A lot of people will put together a questionnaire and, you know, perhaps this is a course on productivity and the questionnaire is like, how productive do you feel on your typical workday? And then you can ask questions about specifics on their productivity or lack thereof. And asking the same questions after the eight weeks or the six weeks or the 12 weeks or whatever this looks like. And being able to have a really uh, clear, qualitative and quantitative comparison between these two things. Uh, You know, fitness is a really easy example to use, to have them take before and after pictures, have them take before and after measurements. Do we want to do weight? Is that something that we're focusing on or are we focusing on overall, you know, how are we feeling in our body? Um, This is, these are all things that you as the course creator need to figure out. And while this can be adjusted and sort of shift as you get feedback from your beta testers, it is extremely important that you actually have a way to track progress and measure progress of this initial group because you are going to use those case studies and those testimonials for your official launch and sales pages and marketing uh, materials and all of that, okay? So I recommend... I should have, I should have laid this out at the beginning of the podcast, but I'm sort of walking you through some best practices, things you might need. And then at the end, I'm going to give you nine steps to actually like executing a beta launch. So we are moving into the, oh my gosh, I didn't even number these. So the next thing that I'm going to share with you <laughs> is that I highly recommend you have a beta launch log. Or journal, or whatever you want to call it, but measure, log, and track everything. Okay. So again, it's up to you to decide what what are key metrics that you want to keep track of. But I would I would honestly just you do this journal style and and really log everything like a science experiment. Have you ever? Uh, there, a lot of scientists will have like daily logs, and it'll you can do this in a voice log, if you want to, right? A lot of scientists will do voice recordings and like, you know, uh, experiment five, day 21, uh, eight o'clock a.m. The subject is still sleeping, you know, something like that. Um, But like, truly, you can't manage what you don't measure. So literally track everything, track things like how did you find the people for your beta launch? How did they opt in? Was that experience smooth for them? How much time are you putting into the support mechanisms, right? Are they asking you a ton of questions and it's taking up all of your time so that you can't even record more content and you can't even like work on your bread and butter clients or off our services or offers or products. How many collective minutes or hours of recordings are there? That's something that people always want to know. What questions are you being asked? Look for patterns here. Sometimes people have one-off crazy questions that you'll only ever get once, but a lot of times these questions are going to come back time and time again. So if you are, I highly recommend you create an FAQ page or a help center, something that tackles common questions. So you're not constantly answering the same question over and over and over and over. So track this. Log the questions and find a system that allows you to create FAQs or whatever that looks like for you to sort of save time down the line. What patterns are you seeing? Where are people getting stuck over and over again? Uh, Is the platform easy to use? Are people having trouble logging in, right? Where do you see inactivity? Okay, this is a good one. So let's say you have a course And you have a community, like a Facebook group or a circle group or, uh, you know, something like that. Are people participating there? If they're not, do you need to build in more reminders to, you know, ask your questions in the community or join the conversation in the community? Sometimes, especially if we're using something other than Facebook, people need an extra nudge because they're not already hanging out there, even if it's circle, slack, whatever. Literally anything in it, anything else that I didn't mention that you feel is important, track it, log it, make comments. This is going to help you immensely down the line. Okay, let's look at what you need for a beta launch. So we're talking about launching an online course. So you're gonna need a course platform. You know I'm a Kajabi girl, and that will give you pretty much everything you need for the rest of this process. Um, You could use any other course platform. You could use Teachable, Thinkific, New Zendler, ClickFunnels. Uh, You could even do this in a Facebook group. You could use YouTube or Vimeo, right? You could use email. So, hey, welcome to week two. In this email, I'm giving you YouTube links, unlisted YouTube links to all of next week's trainings. It's a little cumbersome, but it's possible you're gonna need feedback channels. So how are you getting your feedback? And what's the frequency that people are sending this to you? How are you gonna do that? A Google form is free, right? Uh, You could, again, you could say, hey, I'm gonna send you an email every week for the next eight weeks. Just reply to that email and give me your feedback. I'm a big fan of using platforms to make things easier and more efficient. So I think a Google form would be really good for that. There are also a ton of form options out there. There's Typeform. There's VideoAsk. VideoAsk.com is amazing because they can submit feedback in a video or text. They get to choose. Um, It's owned by the founders of Typeform. Typeform. Um, So I think if you're familiar with Typeform, you know, it's a really like beautiful aesthetic platform and the same goes for video ask. So I'm a big fan of that. If you're using Kajabi, you can build in assessments at the end of every module. Okay. So just figure out what that looks like for you. If you are doing a paid beta launch, you also need a payment gateway. So this is like Stripe, Square, PayPal, Venmo. You can have People pay you in cash, <laughs> you know, cash app, um, whatever that looks like for you. And of course, you are going to need your content, right? So you need a course outline. You need your recording set up. If you're doing audio or video content, you're going to need editing software. Um, if, if that's something that is in alignment with the vision you have for your course. Uh, and most importantly, you are going to need an organized system and processes, So if you are going at this all alone, you are a solopreneur and you are every part of your business, you are going to want to be organized to make sure that you're doing things really efficiently. If you have a team, big or small, you need to communicate these systems and processes to your team so that they can support you in an efficient way. So let's look at nine steps to a beta launch and this is a compilation of research that I've done and it's really funny I found a ton of articles like there are probably hundreds if not thousands of articles about beta launching that exist in the world and on the internet and a lot of them were really really similar. I even found a couple that were like almost exactly the same and I was like Did the same person write these on two different platforms or did they just copy each other or like, yeah. So I am basically sharing what I think are the important parts of dozens of articles that I was pulling apart in preparation for this episode. So number one, identify your goals. Okay, what are your goals for this beta launch? And. This is really true for your official big launch as well. And your launch launch is probably going to include goals like, you know, how many people do you want to get into your funnel? And how much revenue do you want to create? And how many sales do you need to create that revenue? So the goals for your beta launch can look a little bit different. Um, And typically for a beta launch, we are just looking for a solid group of people, somewhat diverse Uh, coming in, they are representative of your ideal target audience and they are going to ideally all get great results. The results will vary as will their starting point, but I feel like your goals for a beta launch are going to be less focused on financial goals and more focused on results goals and sort of identifying a good, solid group of essentially test subjects. <laughs> so identify your goals. Number two, identify, define, build, and connect with your beta group. Okay, so this can happen in many different ways. You can publicly share this opportunity on your Facebook, on your Instagram, on your in your email newsletter, if you feel like that would be a great place to find your ideal target audience for this. Maybe you have a colleague that has an audience that would be really, really good to go through this beta launch. Maybe you don't have any list at all and you don't even have social media and you're kind of starting from scratch. Who can you connect with? And sort of maybe you're going to jump on a couple of podcast interviews, contact podcasters and ask to do an interview and present this opportunity to their audience because you know that their podcast has an ideal audience that's similar to the audience that you're looking for. So again, this looks different for everybody, but start to get really clear on who this audience is, how you're going to connect with these individuals, and how are you going to get the right number of people to go through this that is going to be really beneficial for you. Remember, too, we don't want too big of an audience because not only are we testing your content, but we're testing the tech. So we don't want to be spending a lot of time in tech support when we're also working on creating content and providing a great experience and great results. Number three, you need a course outline, okay? And I like to look at this as more than an outline, we want to have a framework, okay? I learned about this uh, from a colleague who is a coach who coaches people on how to publish books. And this is really like course content and website content, book content, and any sort of content that people consume really could and should be uh, modeled after storytelling, right? A storytelling framework. So what is the journey? What journey are they going to go on to get those results and to transform in the way that you transform your clients? This is, again, something you need to figure out. So included in this is the content, the delivery frequency. Do you give them all the content at once or are you going to drip things out weekly or biweekly or do they unlock modules as they complete previous modules? So this is something that you need to really think about in terms of the user experience and ask questions about. So you may not nail this. You may think, okay, well, it's going to take them a week to get through each of the modules. So I'm just going to automate it to go, you know, they get week one and then we get week two and week three and then they come, your, your beta testers come back to you and they're like, I really, really, really wanted access sooner. Or one week was way too short. I was super overwhelmed. I couldn't finish anything before I got access to the next module. So you may get things wrong. That's what this is for. But you actually still need to decide on how you're going to at least try to deliver this in that first beta launch. Okay. You also need a timeline. Is this a four week course, a six week course, eight weeks, 12 weeks? What can people expect to invest time wise into this experience? Okay. So that's all in your course outline or your course format. Number four. You are going to need trainings, resources, and materials. So this is a course. Are you delivering this as an audio course, as a video course? How are people consuming the content? Do they have interactive worksheets? Do they have a workbook? Uh, Do you have, and you should have, descriptions for each of your lessons and each of your modules? How much supporting text do you want to provide? Right. So these are things that you're going to need to think about um, and start putting together. Number five, pricing. Okay. So what is your retail pricing and what is your beta pricing and what parameters are coming with that beta pricing, which leads me to number six, you need to have clearly identified feedback channels. Okay. And then you also need to figure out how you're going to organize and analyze the feedback that you're getting. I, again, highly recommend that you have a combination of qualitative and quantitative feedback. So maybe you have a few questions of uh, rate on a scale of 1 to 10 types of things, and also long-form answers and descriptions and, and opportunities to share written feedback. And video feedback would be amazing if you use something like Video Ask. Number seven, Document results, okay? Results, transformation. What are people experiencing? And this is, again, in the form of, do you need to take before pictures or take before measurements or assess where they are before they start with you and then do the same comparison, like do the same thing at the end so you can get a good comparison, okay? Number eight, debrief your beta launch. And make the improvements. Once you do your beta launch, I don't recommend you wait a whole lot of longer before you actually do your official launch. You're going to have a lot of feedback. You're going to be able to tweak as you go. So make that final round of improvements wherever you need to. Create your FAQs, create your help center, dial in your support system, and set up your, your official launch because you'll be ready. Okay. So that's number nine, plan and execute your official launch. So this was kind of a lot. Uh, I will do my best to outline this in the show notes. But if you do have questions, please feel free to reach out. Let me know if you are planning to do a beta launch at some point. And I would be really excited to see what you guys are putting together As always, if you want to connect with us on Instagram, we are at Puelena.co and also at coursecreators.academy on Instagram. I I realize that it may be sort of a confusing thing to have two channels and I probably should just stick to one. Um, But it is what it is for now. So connect with us there. I cannot wait to see what you guys are putting together. And until next time... Keep crushing. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Course Creators Academy podcast. Join the conversation in the Course Creators Clubhouse on Facebook. And if you love this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and share the love with a five-star review. And tag us on Instagram at puelena.co for a shout out on the next episode. And be sure to visit puelena.com for more info. Thanks again for listening.